All right, so um, Juru, is that how you pronounce your name correct? It's Juru. Juru. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right, so Juru. So, so you released your visuals for Dries, um, which shows your deep appreciation and study of uh, James Baldwin and his famous televised debates in the late 1950s and 1960s. Um, tell me what ex exactly inspired that um, idea and uh, why did you feel that it was necessary to, uh, to put out those kind of visuals during this time? Um, I, I, for me, I was, um, at the time I was reading um, The Fire Next Time by, by James Baldwin um, and just going through some of his interviews and, um, and just looking back at that time period you usually never see like um, a, a, a black um, late night TV show host interviewing another black face on, on late night TV back in the fifties. So it was kind of mm -hmm. like, I just thought it would be unique to kind of put a spin on that um, and, and pair um, the inspiration that I got out of watching some of James, James uh, Baldwin's interviews with, with, late night performances, you know, um, hence mm -hmm. the dancers. Um, and, um, and Dries is, is, is one of my go-to designers. So I just thought it just made sense to, uh, to bring that element, um, all of those elements together. Growing up was James Baldwin, uh, you know, prolific figure that you kind of uh, drew inspiration from? N not necessarily. Um, but you just, you know, as you get older and as I, you know, just started to seek out knowledge and information for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and then just starting to see, you know, um, who, who the truth tellers really are in, uh, in literature and in America. Um, like he's one of the figures that, that you have to be drawn to, yeah. you know. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, you know, in my adult life um, that he became a... a um, a figure for me. Gotcha. All right. So it was mentioned that LeBron James is a fan of your music. Um, how did you feel when, um, I know, he, I think he's been a fan for a while. Um, how did you feel when he was um, listening just recently to um, some of your work? Yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, it's always an um, appreciative moment because it's, it's one of them things where like, like having friends or people that, that like support your, your art, um, you, you just never know um, why well, I don't put any expectation on it, you know? So it's always a surprise or a shock for lack of a better term, when you see like, um, you know, Brian doing his, his A&R car ride, you know? Um, and it, it's, it, it, it's, it's honorable in the sense that like, you know, this is the, the, the most famous athlete in the world um, who does his craft at, a, at the highest level um showing respect to someone else um that he feels is doing the same in their craft so you know so it's definitely um it, it feels good to be acknowledged by by somebody that's as good as what they do telling you that you mm -hmm. your job too you know gotcha um you also released a custom tee that'll be um and you also you'll be giving some of the portion of the proceeds to um, the Sickle Cell Disease Association mm -hmm. to honor your late sister and mom who both passed from the disease. Uh, my sister actually has a disease. Well, and I have the trait. So okay, that okay. was really interesting. Um, that was really interesting when I read that. What made you um, pretty much want to allow that custom tea to uh, be the tea that you wanted to 
do the portion of proceeds for? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what kind of, like, when, I, when I was going through the process of the, of the album, a lot of the, the ideas and the subject matter that, that I touch on mm-hmm. uh, happened, one, it happened before I lost my parent. Um, and so okay. as I'm listening to, through the project, it's almost like um, um, there's a lot of foreshadowing, you know? And, and so it's, it's kind of eerie and it's kind of weird when I go back and listen to it because, you know, I had no clue that, you know, that was going to happen. Um, yeah. And just seeing how Sickle Cell has been, uh, or played a role in my life um, and how has that affected people in my life. Um, I think it's definitely um, a, a disease that doesn't get talked about enough. Um, and then I also think it's important to, to bring awareness to it um, because I, I, a part of me feels like, you know, lifestyle change, diet change, um, a lot of that can help with, with easing um, the, the stress of sickle cell, you know. So I think mm-hmm. uh, for me it's just important to, get, to get, bring that awareness to it. Um, and to aid people who who do need, you know, assistance. Got it. What do you think uh, made James Baldwin um, such a prolific figure and um, the fight for racial injustice? And I want to also touch and ask you a question, too, before you get to that Mm -hmm. one. I want to say, do you think that artists, um, you know, like yourself, do you feel like you guys should have a role into speaking on racial injustices and things that are going on in the world? Or should that be something that you should want to do um if you decide to it shouldn't be something that you should be pushed to do um but how do you feel on that like what do you think most artists especially black artists should um, yeah. um <laughs> that's a good one um i think um i i don't know how anybody can sit back and not um and not speak to what they see when they turn on their TV or turn on Instagram or any social media platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think people should be self-aware enough to know that they don't have all the answers. To know that there are people who have been doing the work for, for decades um, who need our support. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of times celebrity are people in, in, um, in, in, in that space um, feel like they, they need to say something just because they have a platform. But most times I would rather them highlight somebody in that space who knows what they're talking about. Um, and if you can't find the, the words, um, there's somebody else who has the words. Um, and so I don't know if it's a, if, if you should be condemned for, for not saying anything. Then again, it's like, I don't know how you don't. Right. And um, the second, when, um, when I asked about James Baldwin being, uh, what made you, what, what, why do you feel like he was such a prolific figure in the uh, fight for racial injustice during his time? Um, well, I think part of it has just been him being his authentic self, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and just hearing, hearing him speak and in his writing, like it's very, um, I won't say pro- polarizing, but it's, it's, it does get you, get mm-hmm. your attention, you know. It does make you want to listen. It does make you want to ask ask yourself tough questions. At least, at least for me, 
Um, because sometimes, you know, there's a lot of people who, who may be saying the right things, um, but for whatever reason, you, you don't want to hear it from them, you know? Um, and so it's like, um, some people, you know, it can be boring. <laughs> um, but I think his approach and, and, and the authenticity and, and just how, you know, how he uses words, I think it's just very, um, it's just captivating. All right. So do you have a top five um, favorite rap hip hop? <laughs> uh, hip hop, what, like artists or? Artists. Uh, not really, honestly. Like, okay. I mean, I, I definitely go through phases where, you know, some artists were more influential or, you know, I would link, gravitate towards more than others, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know if I got a favorite. Um, if you had to, yeah, yeah, I don't got a favorite. <laughs> All right, so um, if you could work with one artist that you haven't had a chance to work with, um, who would that artist be? Mm, Dead or Alive? I guess Dead or Alive, yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, oh, that's a tough one. Um, you know what, because cause I, I just, I never really look at it from a perspective like I, I just I want to work with that artist. Um, I just really appreciate mm -hmm. the, like artists' work, you know, like like Frank is one, you know, like I really appreciate his how he is writing. Um, gotcha. I mean, if he said let's do a song, I'm not gonna say no, but like I don't need to do a song with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh huh. So no, like no, no artists that you want to work with. I'm gonna say, I'm I'm, I'm gonna stick with Frank. I'm gonna say Frank, Frank Ocean. Oh, Frank Ocean. Oh yeah, that'll be dope. Cool. All right. So what upcoming? Um, what, what new things are for uh, coming for you in a 2021 as far as music goes? Yeah. Um. Well, right now I'm working on um I'm working on new music. Um. I don't have a mm -hmm. timeline yet for how I'm going to roll it out um and i don't know if it's going to be in, in a tra traditional album form you know um i'm just trying to see what, what makes the most sense for me and, and and the people that support me um because it is a different it's just a different time you know people are consuming art and content yeah. differently so um whatever however i do it i definitely don't want it to look like how i've been doing it if that yeah so Gotcha. All right. So my last question um, is basically a nod for our magazine because I write for Respect Magazine. Mm -hmm. I always every artist. Uh, what does the word respect mean to you? Like um, when you see that word or like when you hear it, what exactly are the meanings in your like your definition of uh, that word? Um, uh, um, consideration. Um, you know, I think, um, I think sometimes it's just not always about getting, getting your point across or getting, um, getting what you want, but being considerate of others. And I think that that's definitely part of, of respect. All right. And, um, I think that'll end our interview. Uh, thank you so much for doing this interview with me and, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. I appreciate all y'all. Yep. All right. Have a good one.